Becoming curmudgeonly old men has art. We, <laughs> oh, I was never, I never thought I'd be that guy, but yeah, I'm turning into that guy. I'm turning into that, you're that guy. I don't think there's, it's, a, I, I, is it unavoidable almost? I think so. Way? Because man, I don't know. And I think the fact that we're snowed in is only um, exacerbating the issue. <laughs> this point. Yeah, it got to the point where I forced myself to leave today for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Erin said she wanted, nacho bar for dinner i'm like okay I, i'll go get meat for it and chips and and i was okay. back like an hour later because roads were shit yeah 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 no i i told jen i don't think i'm leaving the house till saturday yeah <laughs> i don't know i'll see if i can get away with it i don't know i i haven't even gone outside this to, to shovel the snow or anything like that but oh i've been out i shoveled our driveway three and a half times metal and dirt <laughs> a time and a half too no, I haven't because well, we have uh, a whole bunch of cars blocking all of our driveways, so there's not much driveway to shovel. Yeah. I guess once I clean all the cars off, maybe that'll be the issue. But yeah, yeah, no, I've just uh, I've been a hermit for the past two days here, and then uh, the kids being out of school, it's been a a lot of togetherness. <laughs> Too much <laughs> we'll togetherness. A lot of togetherness. We'll say that, which it wasn't bad yesterday, but it's getting to the point now where I'm kind of like, you guys have sat around for like days doing nothing productive yeah. and it's going to be crazy. Do something productive. And then I was almost in tears when we got the notice that they're off tomorrow too. <laughs> well, I figured they would be because I it doesn't too. make sense. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, why go back for Friday? That's the dumbest one. So, yeah. but because, you have a lot, because parents lot need sanity. Well, it's that, but you know, the, you have a lot more rural areas to deal with. Yes, too. we do. You probably don't have the plows again out there. And then, I guess just at a certain point, you just got to go, eh, you know, so let's just, I, 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 the, I sometimes think the teachers want off just as much or more so than the children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I bet you if they get any say as far as pressuring their boss, the principal. So let's go ahead and just call it, you know, yeah. which, well, your superintendent's the one that makes that call, I guess, uh, still. But yeah, for us, I think our principal has a lot of say in it. Yeah. So I was not happy though when they initially announced uh, school being closed because they announced yesterday and today at the same time i'm like mm -hmm. what happens if we don't get anything yeah i get i get the next day i get yeah. saying we're not gonna have school on wednesday let's wait and see what happens on thursday before announcing that kids won't be going back to school yeah. and they, they lucked out with that one as they far did. as being you know but i but calling off school before a single snowflake hits the ground that's when i go I think we're being a little, it didn't used to be this way. Remember, yeah. it just didn't used to be this way. I, I have a, I have a buddy that's a teacher and he's like, we're really in a no win situation here because if we don't call it soon, they're going to be parents yeah. upset because they don't have something planned for their kids. Yeah. But then at the same time, there are people like you guys that are like, well, I'm working from home and what happens if it doesn't come? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a no-win situation for me. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. I totally get it. And then they're they're taking the 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 what is it you want to say? The most conservative approach, I guess, yeah. is what you'd say, and just play it safe. Which that's I get that. That's fine. And yeah. I I just I just warn the kids, and they're so happy about it. I go, oh, you could be happy about it now, but what happens if you guys continue to have snow days and you have to stay longer in school that you than you want to? Which I know they have snow days built in and all this. Yeah, I get. 
part of it. But you know what? Eventually those snow days run out and you want to get out of school and you guys complain so much about not having a long summer break. Well, <laughs> this might come back to bite you. you know? I can't I can't say anything about that, though, because a couple of years ago they went over on their snow days and we mm-hmm. pulled them out of school because we already had vacation planned. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. I guess you can't do that way. It's but, not yeah. like they do anything on those days anyway. No, they don't. They really, really don't. Yeah. And I need to be more proactive about getting them out of there if I wanted to. Which, yeah. Nah, you know. So. so, yeah, that's what's been going on in our world, I guess. Just about a, almost how much did you guys get? We've got probably like nine to 10 inches out here, I guess. I what think you we guys got about a, foot? A, about a foot. Yeah. When mm-hmm. we checked, I guess it was about lunchtime. Aaron went out and checked and it was at 10 mm-hmm. inches. Yeah. So I'm willing to guess we got two more inches based yeah. off what I shoveled. <laughs> It's just unbelievable, man, how much is. is out there, which we haven't had a big snow like this in a long time. No, I, can, I can't think of the last time we had this much. I don't know. And funny thing about it, though, is by Sunday, it might all be gone because I think it's supposed to hit 40 degrees on Sunday. Yeah. Which that'd be crazy, but eh, that's how it is in St. Louis. So. And then 10 months from now, there'll be a bunch of kids born. Because <laughs> parents are born. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's yeah. good. So uh, we have no agenda for the evening. What do you want to hit on first? Well, do you have a beer in front of you? I do not. I do not have a beer in front of me. All right. It's February, so I'm back. You're back, baby. I'm back. (laughs) What do you got? Right now I've got Fallen Between the Lines. It's an IPA from Narrow Gauge and Timber Ales. It's a collaboration. Ooh, okay. So is Timber Ales St. Louis? No, they're not. Um, Where are they from? Connecticut. Uh, how'd they hook up with someone in a small little brewery in St. Louis like that? That's crazy. Narrow Gauge is nationally known. They're nationally known now? Yes, they are. Wow. They have been for quite a while because their IPAs are like top of the line. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't know that. All right. So they're, but they're, it's a small operation out of a little restaurant. It really here. is. But I mean, you <laughs> see, I've told you before, they put those, they put new beers on tap and they're gone yeah. instantly. Yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. So. Yeah, you crazy craft beer people. I'll tell you what. Good Lord. Yeah. Because I swear to you, that restaurant is tiny. It's it is. It's not a big place. It's not a big place to do it. But, but I right. think I think they're moving out and getting their own place, and it'll be bigger. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they've tried that before in the past, and it's gotten blocked. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, you're drinking. You're back in the game. And then, oh. plus, you're, uh, you're heading to uh, the land down south. You're in Mexico here in a little bit, so yep. look at you're you're getting all ramped up and warmed up. What's funny is you'll be down in Mexico when my father-in-law will be down there. He's going to Cabo. And okay, he'll be down there for a few weeks. So, so here here's something funny. Um, back when the kids were off school for winter break, Kaylee met her boyfriend for a little lunch at Culver's, and his okay. parents were there, and they sat at a table, and we sat at a table. But we got talking with them. They're like, "Oh yeah, we're going to Mexico." I'm like, oh, really? So are we. When are you going? And they're like, February 12th through 16th. We're like, oh, we're going to be in Mexico from the 11th through the 14th. Where are you guys staying? Oh, no. Oh, it's the same place. No way. Look yes. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. my God. So we might go eat dinner with them or something. <laughs> That's they, hilarious. Oh, they, my God. They seem like nice people and they're into craft beer. So, okay. There yeah. you go. Interesting. Wow. Look at you guys. That's really, really weird. That's small world yeah. weirdness to me. That's, I, I don't know. Yeah. So what's the, what's the name of the resort you're going to? Um, Altier something. I don't know. I'm just along for the ride. I'm I'm along to get mm-hmm. our money's worth on the alcohol. 
the Altier Playa Major, maybe? Yeah. Does that yeah, sound about right? It. I think so. Pulling it up now just because I want to see this. Let's see what's got that's going on. Four point seven stars out of five average on thirty one hundred Google reviews. Yeah, so that's good. They have a taco cart that goes around the pool, and they look like Jack in the Box style tacos. Oh, dude, that's awesome! I know this place looks really cool, man. I'm gonna it come back. Like a golf 20... course. It almost like there, is there a golf course like right on the resort? There is. I'm not taking wow, my club, so I was gonna ask you. Are you gonna go? I, I want to, but I'm not going to. Oh, okay. You can bring your pets with you. You gonna bring your little pup there with oh, you? Oh God, no! <laughs> right? Don't and don't say that too loud because if Aaron overhears that, it might happen. Oh right, yeah. Well, she loves that dog more than you now, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. But my but mom like my mom likes her too, and she's gonna be watching her and the kids. So okay, cool. Yeah. So what do you think your mom would watch my kids? <laughs> sure, just bring them over. Right, exactly. Well, oh, that, the two girls stay up in their room all the time anyway, and then Brody would tight. find a room and hide in it probably. So, exactly. It'd it's, be the, it's getting We're getting closer and closer to that point where it's, um, the oldest one can pretty much see self sufficient, and then the actual the middle one, she's even more self sufficient than him sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's just the little one we still got to worry about a little bit. She can still find food somehow. She'd eat just candy for a couple days, I guess. Yeah. But, Sounds about right. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's awesome. You get to go to the cool little place here. Looks like you have a taco cart. I've never been to a place that has a taco cart going around the pool. I hadn't that either, cool. but one of our friends that's going with us uh, told us, and I'm like, oh, I am so going to get fat. Wow. Yeah. How much weight do you think you'll gain on this trip? At least 10 pounds, you think? Probably, but that's fine because yeah. that's what I lost in January from not drinking. So. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. See, and I don't drink. I do not drink that much and it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I can just, the weight just doesn't come off at all, to be honest with you. So, yeah. Well, since Tuesday when I started drinking again, I've lost two pounds. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you took a big shit. I guess <laughs> so. <laughs> but no, this place looks cool, man. It looks really cool. Yeah. yeah have a good time there. It's got the normal, like, I think it's got the hibachi thing there that they usually have. And yeah. Other couple of restaurants. And, Lots of pools. I don't know if I saw a swim up bar. You gotta have the swim up bar. Those are my favorites. There, there's a couple swim up bars. There you like go. No, the no. top level of the hotel is like reserved for like the next level up of reservations, and we did not get that. So, okay. I really don't know what's gonna happen. We're just gonna. I'm just gonna go and drink and eat. That's well. That's the whole point. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you're supposed to be doing. Well, man. we were talking about going to one of the islands there, and Aaron wanted to go see some ruins, but it's three yeah. three hours each way to go to the ruins. So. Oof, that's that's, a, that's commitment for that day. If, yeah. if you get up early enough, I guess maybe. Even still, I don't. I don't know if it'd be worth it. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Well, uh, that's awesome that you'll be going to do that. That'll be a good time. Not a bad way to get out of this freaking shitty weather we got here, right? And I know. More nice. Yes. So, that's good. All right. So, how about we hit on uh, AEW real quick just to get that knocked out of the way? All right. Um, I don't. I couldn't tell you one thing i remember from rampage to be honest with you as far as last friday do you remember anything that sticks out from rampage not really i couldn't tell you what happened see, I, wa- I, I see i watched it on saturday I, yeah god i don't even remember now see i don't i don't have a clue um but i can tell you that dynamite was actually really good yeah it was i actually really, really good that. um but you're gonna have to uh clue me in on something here okay on two things that are in the news right now about pro wrestling. Okay. Um, you've got this Brian Kendrick situation. Yes. 
You've got Shane O'Mac from yes. the WWE situation. So I actually had Shane O'Mac written two, down. Give me your two cents on well, which one's the more, which one's the better one? We'll save that for a second. Which one's the better thing to talk uh, about? The Shane O'Mac thing's better to talk about. Okay, so let's get Brian Kendrick out okay. of the way. So uh, tell me about what was abhorrent about what he said. That's the that's the terminology being used in the press here. Yes, abhorrent things that he said. So what did he say? So I mean, it's years ago. It's stuff that's been dug back up, but it's very okay. pro-Nazi. Very racist. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I, so this is not this is not cancel culture crap, I guess we could say. No. This is actual legit, hey, this guy should probably be not yeah. in the spotlight of any kind. Okay. Got and it. he got fired from WWE on Sunday, and they announced Monday morning he was going to be fighting Mox. Okay. And then very quickly, all this stuff came out, and then Tony Khan got on Twitter and said, yeah, we didn't know it was this bad. <laughs> Know that. So, we didn't know so he's not that. wrestling tonight, <laughs> which is fine. I love Wheeler Yuta, so I was that I was a, a very good Yuta. match. I wish he would get a push because yeah. I like that guy. I do too. He's pretty, he's pretty uh, athletic. Yeah, he's likable enough. I don't his mic skills. I don't think he's got any mic skills that I'm aware of because he's not on the mic. To be yeah. honest with you, but really none yeah. of the best friends are on the mic very much. So that's true. No, that's very true. But uh, yeah, no, that Moxley fight was it was a good fight. It really was. And we got Danhausen with the best friends. I know that was great. And he put like the whatever curse yeah. thing that he does. He, the <laughs> hex on, on yeah, the curse. Yep. And then he uh, apologized to Mox's wife on Twitter. Oh, he did? Yeah. I didn't see that. Let me see if I can find so it. So his wife is Renee Paquette, yeah. who does all yep. the podcasts. And yeah. so he was on it a few months ago and then apologized to her. So it was it was pretty funny. But uh, I'm curious to see what they do with him. I. Best friends kind of make sense, but I was kind of hoping they'd go a different route with them. Okay. But I, but I guess since the ass boys are in a thing with uh, uh, Jurassic Express right now, they'll they'll have to wait uh, for that confrontation. The ass boys, <laughs> well, because he started that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, I and Billy that, yeah. Gunn has embraced it. Yeah, they had a dark match where uh, the the boys came out first, and then Billy Gunn came out with the ass boy shirt that Dan Housen created. Yeah, and they got pissed, and everyone started chanting "ass boys," and they left him in the ring. So he fought three guys. I mean, three <laughs> jobbers, and he squashed yeah. them, of course. But yeah. Yeah. it's been real. It's been a lot of fun watching Dan Housen interact with those guys. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I'm seeing that right here. Sorry, at Renee Paquette. That's just the the quick clip of him doing his little curse thing that he does. It was the distraction for Wheeler to hit him off the ropes there. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But then I also I'm a big fan of this. The, someone also wrote that the um where was it like the the chants uh, that night were um, just as loud um, for Danhausen as they were for uh, Moxley that yeah. night. So. He's super over without having to really do much of anything in in the show. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But once he crazy. gets that first match, I mean, that place is going to go nuts, no matter where it is. And he's a he's a good wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And here's his his most recent post here, or one of his most recent posts. Very famous. Very evil. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so crazy. you have you yeah, seen? Goes, Oh, this is what it was. It was uh, just remember at Danhausen AD chance were as loud as John Moxley's during AEW Dynamite last night, and his re- Danhausen's response was very famous, very evil. Yeah, <laughs> he's so good. So he is a sensation, that's for sure. He's definitely a sensation. So A and W Rupert is getting a big push out of this too. Yeah, because of his uh, application to work for them. Right, and it was supposed to be a joke instead of AEW A N W. Yeah, 
And then A&W sent him a whole box of stuff. Oh, yeah. Mugs and stickers. And so he oh. opened it on his vlog. And, okay. and he's, he's like, I don't know what any of this has to do with wrestling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's it, awesome. Yeah. He, he's a fun guy to follow. Yeah. Yeah. He is. But then I, the, the most interesting part of the night, not saying the best thing that happened in ring, but I think the most interesting part of the night was when Danielson came in the ring after that match. Yes. And actually threw some shade at uh, Dan Housen because of having a vlog, which is yeah. super, super popular with everybody that's following the program. Yeah. And, uh, it felt, I don't know if you got the same feeling from it, or maybe I'm just hoping it felt almost like, a, like, I know how, when you first said, Hey Matt, come on board with AEW, right? You're like, Hey, yeah. you're going to like this. It's, but it's a lot of factions, tons yeah. and tons of factions is the big thing that they push. But what I, the, the vibe I got was almost a split of AEW in two, a big split. And I don't mean that they're trying to do, hey, Team Rampage or and Team, uh, you know, Dynamite. As far as you know, trying to follow the the WWE model, having your SmackDown team and then your um, your Raw you know, team. The, uh, Raw team. Yeah. I don't think that's what they're doing here, and I don't like that model. I hate that model a lot. Actually, yeah. I'm not a big fan of that model. But almost it has almost like an NWO vibe to it with the heels splitting off, saying, hey let all these people that don't take it very seriously and kind of, they're not worthy of it. And you'd have like your team, Adam pages of the world, you know, of the AEW universe on one side or Adam you Cole. Say that one more time. Yeah, were you, do you mean Adam Cole as far as heels or no, oh, like no, okay. Cole, I'm not even saying a split a bit between heels and faces, just your old school, more traditional wrestlers versus your new school, more, leading into the ridiculousness side of wrestling. Like your yeah. Dan Housen would be on your one side yeah. as far as your spectrum with, you know, the ridiculousness of it. Like you'd had silver over there, and, yeah. you know, and then you'd have Adam page on that side. And then on this other side, you've got Brian Danielson leading the charge of all that ridiculousness is, you know, they're making fun of what we're doing over here. And we would take on that other side, maybe doing a split like that. I don't know if that makes sense. What I'm saying. Yeah, No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but I, I could see that a little bit. I mean, that's kind of how the Adam Cole, Orange Cassidy stuff started. Yeah, exactly. And then maybe that's where you would lean into that and basically going, hey, uh, you'd basically have Tony Khan taking on the Bischoff rule. Like when NW was first coming in, Bischoff was like anti-NWO, right? Yeah. And then they had him flip you know, yeah. further down the line. I'm saying you still have that NWO part where you, you're starting to steal people over to your side and the, 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 all the heels of the company, right? So I guess maybe it is a heels face split. Yeah. You take all your heels versus all your faces kind of thing and make it a big, huge faction. Yeah. So having all these mini factions, I'm thinking big factions, what I'm talking about. Because hmm. it's hard to keep up with. It really is. I mean, when they said death triangle, I was like, okay, who the hell is death triangle? When they came out, I was like, okay, yeah. that's, Phoenix and Penta and yeah. Pac. Okay, that's one. And then you have House of Black. And yeah. then you've got Inner Circle. And you've got whatever Lambert's thing is, the All-American yeah. or whatever they are. Well, he's got the All-American gym, but he's out there with the men of the year. Men, whatever it is. His yeah. faction that he's... There's just... They got to the point where it's too, I think it's too many factions because they've yeah. got the best friends. Oh, my God. There's so many factions, right? Yeah. Which maybe this is a good way to consolidate and reset. I don't yeah. know because you know they're tearing apart Jericho's thing. Jericho's inner circle. That's going yeah. away. That's got to be going away. I guess. Yeah, it is. Um, so maybe if you start deconstructing all that and you bring in Danhausen now, and maybe you have Danhausen be your 
kaha face of the yeah. face side, right? Yeah. You have your face side, and then you have your heel side, and I guess Danielson's your face of the uh, that side. And maybe you've got uh, CM Punk kind of in the middle yeah. because he's your traditional guy versus that, and he wants to be the a, a face, but then yeah. maybe you get him to turn heel that way, which I think CM Punk would be a great heel. I yeah. really do. He, I, I he is he, a great heel. I think he'd kill it as a heel. Yeah. And I, I kind of want to see that happen where you basically have, basically you could also say it's the old guys versus the young guys. Yeah. Which is kind of, isn't that kind of NWO versus not NWO? Uh, a little bit. A maybe. little I, bit. I mean, you, you could go a bunch of different ways with it too. Cause I mean, it's almost yeah. like the uh, WCW invasion of WWE when they, yeah. Yeah. when the two companies combined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. So that's just that's all I'm pulling from it. I just I can't wait for Danhausen to really get his push in regards to let's get him in ring. I yeah. want to see him in the ring in action. But maybe they don't have plans for him yet that they don't want to. They just want to kind of milk this for as long as they can. Yeah. I, or is he still, is he still yeah. hurt where he can't perform? I, I don't know. I don't know if he's cleared to go back in the ring yet. I mean, he's gotcha. off the crutches, so that's a, yeah. a good sign. But mm-hmm. I mean, when he popped out of the Orange Cassidy Cole match, he kind of. Yeah took his time getting back backstage. So it's hard to say. Oh, okay. I didn't notice that. So yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we just gotta be patient, which would yeah. be awesome. That would be so cool because they got to put a belt on that guy, right? You got to put a belt on that guy. Now, which belt you put, I don't know. I, come on, Jay, you got to put a belt on. He's the most popular guy there. Right. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to compare to David Arquette getting the WCW title. But oh, I, I think there. Come would, on, he's I, not. That. No, no, it's not at that level. But I think okay. there would be a lot of people complaining if he got the heavyweight title, maybe the TNT title. Okay, maybe. Eh. I just think that he's he, he's that entertaining and enjoyable. Oh yeah, I, I, I gotta, agree completely. If you had to choose between putting your main event of a Danhausen versus whoever versus or an Adam Page, you know what I mean? Come yeah. on, that's not even a that's not even a, up for debate. Yeah. Because but, this whole art, this whole Lance Archer versus uh, Page, I, I could care less. Yeah, I have no interest too. in this at all. It's a waste to be honest with you. Yeah, it really is, and that's why I'm hoping that they do this whole big split in the company, so that, that way they can push Danielson to get him the belt, and then we'll figure out some who else we can take over at that point. Because eventually, I guess when Kenny Omega comes back, he'll be face. That's what I, I, I have to I, believe he'll be. I face think so, him. and I think the Bucks will turn face with him. Yeah, exactly. That's and, what, and then and it'll that's how you belt back. To, and then if you want to get the belt back to Omega that way, maybe you know if that's what they want to do. Yeah, so. I think I think Hangman's going to end up with them too, um, okay. and I think Adam Cole and Red Dragon are going to be the ones that they're going to be facing off against. Okay. Since so. Kenny Omega killed Adam Cole, <laughs> killed him right. Yeah. So, so there you go. I mean, as far and then of, of course we need to talk about the. Um, I don't think there's anything else from Dynamite really to talk about. Not really. I mean, the the main event on Dynamite was really good. Yeah. Um, and I think it was I, cool. I, it was really cool of CM Punk yeah. to put him over. I think it was. I think that's your whole him using his his uh, experience to get the younger guys over more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I, that that's something we're not used to seeing as wrestling fans because Hulk Hogan wouldn't put anybody over. Yeah. Like, there were all those guys like that. Ric Flair got better about it, but, I mean, there was a period where he wouldn't put people over. He'd work yeah. well with them, mm-hmm. and if they would win, it would be by cheating, kind of how the MJF won the match. But, yeah. I mean, that's the way you don't take away what CM Punk has done so far. 
Yeah. But you still put MJF over him. Yeah. And it, it, you, he can always go back and say, I'm not really undefeated or, you know, I'm not, I yeah. don't, I haven't lost yet. Cause then we can all go back to the tape and see that, that cheated. So maybe like that when doesn't quote unquote count, but um, at least they got us. They, they got you and I in regards to the Wardlow turn that we didn't get that. Yeah. I, I, they, they played it up that way, but they did a great job of, you know, turning it back on us going, no, no, no. This is what you thought we would do, but no, that's not what we're going to do. So AEW has had problems with production in the past with not using the right camera angles. Um, there have been times where guys have bladed and it's been very obvious and you can see them doing it. Okay. The way they did that last night was perfect because you as didn't see the, Wardlow yeah. hand the ring over until they did the replay. Yeah, which was great. I loved how that, I, I noticed that, Tim. I'm glad yeah. you bring that up. That was a good job on their part. of It, it makes it even more intriguing that way of showing us the, the, tr- the tricks by giving us the different yeah. angles that we didn't see before. So, yeah, that was really good. Yep, super happy about that. And uh, I could have swore um, that you, do, you couldn't see it very well, but the fact that uh, MJF – was laying on top of him that long you know yeah. what i mean at the end he had to be saying something to him just because you know, as far as that that was a long match too that was at least a 30, 30 match so yeah he had to be saying you know hey thanks for doing this or something like that that's yeah. what i can tell mjf's good at what he does but he's, he's in real life i can't imagine he's too awful of a person like that as far as being completely irredeemable but yeah i, I yeah. think he's a guy that doesn't do kayfabe so he's always mm-hmm. in character yeah I mean, he even tweets stuff, and his parents are like, "We didn't raise him this way, <laughs> right?" Yeah, so well, he's just doing, he's just he's doing well with the character. And when, yeah. whenever he does do his face turn at some point, it'll be a pretty epic face turn, I think. I think so too. Because, well, the, I don't know the character well enough. He's I consider him just a different version of the Miz, which that was hilarious when yeah. uh, <laughs> see see him made fun of that. But did Miz ever do a face turn, and has he gone back and forth a little bit, or has I, he always been just healed straight up? I think so. I haven't seen much of him, but I think there were times where he's been a face. Okay, and I think it's tied into the the reality series him and his wife had. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, those are the only big things to hit off from the show, except for the fact when I texted you that. Uh, the Dan Lambert stuff was pretty, it was pretty, uh, a few times I went, Oh my God, <laughs> a little on the nose, but yeah. <laughs> so they, that's one thing that they're good about. They're like, do your promo. We're not scripting it. You go out and you just, I'm sure they talk about it ahead of time. What, what's off the table. No, a generic outline of what yeah. we're going to do. Yeah. Cover some basis points. Yeah. But they want it as real as possible. So they're out there on the fly doing it. And Dude. When, <laughs> he called out, can't, I'm going to be canceled for what I, but I'm a misogynistic sexist or whatever. You yeah. know, all this stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, he's saying everything everyone's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But when he is on, he's on. Yeah. And yeah. this whole thing with him and the, the Rhodes has been incredible. Yeah. When, when he was going up against the inner circle, it wasn't as good. Yeah. The Jericho stuff. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't like it very much, to be honest with you. Yeah. So. so, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been good. And, uh, I, I, do, I, I, I will say, what I, do you think they're doing with Cole? Because whatever he's doing with one of the evil, Uno, come on, that's a waste of a match. I don't know what they're doing there. Yeah. I don't know either. So I, I, I guess they're running out of stuff to do with him or they just can't figure him out right now. I guess. I don't know. I think they're waiting for the bigger picture and it probably will be after, uh, hangman and, uh, Lance Archer okay. go on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I bet okay. Adam Cole will be the next guy. Okay. They need to, because otherwise I'm thinking that's just a waste to me, to be honest with you. Because the Cassie thing was fun for a bit. Yeah. Right? That was good. But uh, that got worn out pretty quick. It after did. That. 
And then, so we're, we're moving on from that. And I don't, I think this is just a filler of some kind. If you want to say that, this is a filler match. Just well, to if, get him out. if you think about it, Danielson went after the Dark Order first to get to Hangman. Yeah. And so it might be the same type of thing where he's going to start with Evil Uno. Um, okay. And it's going to end up being something that divides, finally divides him and pushes him with Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks. Okay. Cause, so we can see the so we can see the uh, the face turned by the bucks. Yeah, I, I really think that's what's going to happen. Because okay. uh, the bucks and Hangman have been friends for a long time. Same with Adam Cole, um, okay. but Cole's been with Red Dragon for years now in NXT. So I, I I just see that's the way it's playing out. Okay. Because actually, I want to stay on that for a second as far as the Bucks go. Mm-hmm. Because I want to, I'll, I'll tangent off that since we're kind of wrapping up our AEW talk. But mm-hmm. as far as, you know, something I've been watching here, and I don't know if you kept up with it or not, but I went back and started rewatching, or not rewatching, but trying to get caught up again with Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. And man, that's just. Again, it's one of those things where even if you don't like wrestling, it's so good and it they is. produce it so well just from a documentary standpoint. I I really love it. I think Jericho's an excellent narrator. He's really good at what he does. Yes. Um, so we hit on the episode where I had no clue about any of this. And it, it, once I saw him, it kind of was ringing some bells because this is from a long time ago. So I had to dust the cobwebs off on this one, but they did an episode about Chris Canyon. Yep. And did you watch? Are you completely caught up right now with Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah, I am. Okay, so I'm still not all the way caught up, but I'm to the point where I just finished the um, Chris Canyon episode. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I made it through another one after that. We'll talk about that one here just shortly, but I wanted to hit yeah. on that one with the Bucks because they were in that that episode about Chris Canyon. Yeah. Do you remember Chris Canyon at all? I do. Okay. Yeah. Because him as the Mortis character, that was ringing a little bell because I remember Glacier. Wasn't that his name? It was basically the Sub-Zero character that WCW yes. was putting out. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's cool because Mortal Kombat. I was like, all right, I see what they're doing here. So that makes sense. And yeah. the Mortis was kind of like the reptile character or whatever. And they put those two up against each other. I didn't realize Chris Cannon was such a, an innovator. And they this guy was a big deal. He and was. I didn't realize that. And so and, right during the Monday Night Wars, after the NWO stuff, was probably his big time because he was with DDP and Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm-hmm. They were a little group together. And the stuff he did was revolutionary at the time. I mean, it was like Rey Mysterio's movements for a bigger guy. Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't. Now, right? Yeah, he wasn't like a Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns big guy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he wasn't your typical cruiserweight either, and he moved like yeah. a cruiserweight. Yeah. So, and then as far as you know, being closeted about sexuality, that was just. I was like, who? It's hard to look back now, being 2022, yeah. versus 22 years ago when all this stuff's kind of even going. It might have even been before that because the WCW war was even before that, right? The yeah, Monday Night War was 95, like, 96-ish maybe, yeah, I guess. Late late yeah. 90s. Late 90s, right? Yeah. And so I guess that was a, such a big deal, you know, trying to keep that all under wraps and whatnot. And I was just like, you think about someone doing that now, like, why are you wasting your time trying to keep that shit under wraps? Yeah. it's such not a deal but but man, i think even in sports guy. still it's it's a a bigger issue because you don't really hear about it until after guys retire you yeah, don't get that right. many 
openly gay athletes in the clubhouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, just the fact that when you talk about it now, it's just like, that's a non-issue. And it's just so crazy how much it was. And that the guy felt like he couldn't do anything because of that. He couldn't get to the next level. You know, he wasn't the next level guy, but yeah, no, I thought that was a really captivating episode. And then the one I thought you would have loved out of all of these episodes I'm watching, which was basically, I think this is like basically a second half of season three, I guess is what all this was. Yeah. And I'm not all the way through, like I said, but the episode about a two, I want to, I'll just do his last name. Onita. Onita. Onita was uh FMW uh, in Japan. Basically he was the innovator of hardcore Japanese yeah. wrestling. Yeah. I, oh my God, it's been a while since I've seen this one, but I yeah. vaguely remember it. I might have oh, to go man, back and watch it. This guy was crazy. He, he was he was crazy. He had, he was like, okay, we're gonna do the. I guess they were the first to do the barbed wire fence. Yeah, and they electrified the barbed wire fence, and yeah. they even had explosives go off in the ring at certain points. Like they blew the ring up and it yeah. like imploded on itself. <laughs> I was like, these people, the Japanese wrestlers are crazy. They're all insane, dude. <laughs> they are in that culture eats it up. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Like you wouldn't believe. And then like they had Terry Funk on because Terry Funk was the guy that when Onita came to the United States, mm-hmm. he was basically the guy that took him under his wing. Yeah. And they traveled together and he became more well-rounded wrestler by, you know, being with, with Terry Funk. And then Terry Funk would be making fun of the Japanese crowd going, you want a front row seat to a hardcore match? Are you stupid? Yeah. <laughs> Cause the stuff blows up and this, there's going to be a little bit of shrapnel that yeah. <laughs> goes off into the front rows of the crowd, but it's not yeah, like a Gallagher show. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah, no, I, I, those were the two episodes I watched. Oh, sorry. I watched the third one, the uh, plane ride from hell. I oh, watched that episode. That was crazy. Wow. Wow. And, the, and Ric Flair denies everything. I was like, Ooh, that's ooh, that puts a little bit of a, a a bad shine on that guy, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, and because of that, he got released from the WWE, and no one else has touched him. Oh, really? Because this 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 episode this episode made him made him get released. Yeah, really? I didn't know that. Okay, I, See, I, I think his contract was coming up anyway. Okay, but they've also have with his daughter Charlotte. They mm-hmm. haven't pushed the flair part of it. It's just Charlotte now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And her fiance is Andrade. Yeah. And he was put, he was talking for a while on Twitter about his family coming to AEW. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden that stopped after this episode, too. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But they're still pushing Andrade. But I guess Charlotte's just kind of being in limbo versus coming over to AEW kind of thing. Yeah. I, I think maybe when her contract's up, she will. But okay. I, he was, he was wanting Rick to come over, too. And um, I don't think Tony Khan will touch him. Yeah, he's too old too. It's yeah. just that was a crazy story. That was super crazy. I couldn't believe all the stuff that was happening on that episode. Oh, they sat on the tarmac for what, like seven hours, and everyone just yeah. sat there drinking. Yeah, yeah. I what do you expect if you're going to give alcohol to all those guys for seven to eight hours? Please. Yeah. And then, <laughs> what was it? Not it was Van, Rob Van Dam and someone else just talking about all the the actual pills too that they were popping. Too. Oh yeah. So you missed the booze and the pills recipe for disaster on yeah. that thing so, I, i'd never heard of that i guess that's an old wrestling story that a lot yeah. of people did already know about but this is the first time they actually put a documentary to it i guess yes okay man so. and, and like hearing about them roofing uh michael hayes and then cutting his and hair cutting the ponytail yeah they put and then they put the ponytail into a sandwich bag and stuck it up on the cork board yeah <laughs> i laughed about it i thought it was i did too as a person with no hair i find that hilarious yeah <laughs> right so yeah, no, good stuff, man. I I got another um 
one, two, three, four episodes to go. Okay. Um, the last one's going to be the the steroid abuse episode, I guess. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's an episode about Rob Black. I don't know who Rob Black is, but apparently mm-hmm. that looks like it'll be sort of crazy. Yeah. And then Luna, the the woman's champion or something like that. I remember that name for some reason. I don't know why she's sounding familiar. But she was, she, she was Attitude Era WWE. She was kind of crazy no, uh, looking. Like yeah. the same time when like Sable was big. Okay. Yeah. And no, the episode I'm on right now and I didn't, I'm about 10 minutes into it. was about Johnny K9. And the yeah. guy like bombed a police station or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. So. so did you see the Nick Cage episode? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But he was in prison though or something like that. He was. Bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's crazy. And I know he made an appearance on AEW though, right? Yeah. He wrestled Jess, uh, Jericho in a death match. Yeah, see, no, that guy, he's, I'm not, are you into that kind of stuff as far as matches go? I, I can't stand them. I can't watch yeah. those. Yeah, I don't like it very much, to be honest with you. Like, after watching the David Arquette documentary and him yeah. wrestling and almost killing him in, in the ring, yeah. I'm like, oh, I yeah. don't know if I can do any more of this. Yeah, yeah, I'm not down with that guy. I, I yeah, no, no thanks. I, I guess it's for some people, right? I guess yeah. some people are into it for me. No, that's not my thing, man, to be honest with you. Yeah. So. All right. So that's what I've been up to as far as uh, watching some stuff. And then. um, All right. So you want the Shane O'Mac story? Oh, yeah. We forgot about that. Sorry, man. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. I tangented it off before we need to go back to that. So hold on. Before you do that. Yeah. Let me. uh, This is what it says. Backstage WWE and AEW rumors. Latest on Shane McMahon and Johnny Knoxville or something like that. I don't know how Johnny Knoxville plays into this. but Okay. So you guys. What do you get? Here. We'll start with this. When they had the. Bunny and Penelope Ford versus Ty Conte and Anna J match, where it was the street fight. Yeah, and okay, they all got they got bloodied, and Anna yeah. J did the finisher, uh, the choke out move with the barbed bar wire. Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. WWE got on and condemned them, saying like that it's pure violence, and we're not about that. But here's yeah. Johnny Knoxville coming on to promote Jackass Two or Jackass Four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so people found that funny that. Oh, we don't yeah. condone this stuff, but here's Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, doing whatever. So, what did what did Knox did Knoxville come out on WWE and do something stupid or something? Like that? So he's been in a little feud with uh, Sami Zayn, who okay. is a really good wrestler if they would use him right. Um, yeah. But Johnny Knoxville came out in the Rumble on Saturday in St. Louis. He was one of the participants in the Rumble. He was along. Oh with, my god! Along I with, told uh, you to go. <laughs> yeah. No, I. No, so and that's where. Shane McMahon comes in. He booked the Rumble. Okay. And put himself in it. Okay. And got and put himself into a role where he was like one of the final people. Really? But they okay. actually pushed him to not do that. Um so I think I think he was in the final 5. He eliminated okay. some some good wrestlers. Okay. But there were there were missed spots like Kofi Kingston was supposed to have a big role in it. And he got almost instantly knocked out of the ring on an accident. And <laughs> they the, couldn't that's, explain that's the it. That's the problem with Rumble. It happens. That, yeah, it that does. It happened before. Because the clip of, uh, I think it was John Cena and Bautista. Uh-huh. Yep. Where Bautista botched the move and they both fell over the top rope and touched at the mm-hmm. same time. So they restarted it so Bautista could win. Wasn't that the one where McMahon came out and tore his hamstrings or something like that? Yes. Yes, it was. Is that the, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. He's just sitting on the mat because yeah. he couldn't get up. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So there was, there was a, 
there were a couple of big botches. The women's mm-hmm. rumble was not very good. Okay. They didn't have enough women to fill it, so they brought in uh, Lita and all mm-hmm. of these former wrestlers that aren't really. I don't know how much they're into wrestling right now. So they brought they had thirty women, but it was pretty bad to watch. Okay, and so afterwards. Shane was taking a lot of heat. A lot of wrestlers were upset with him for how it was booked, how he booked himself as one of the finalists. And so it got to the point where Vince said, well, sorry, you're, you're fired. And you're he, tried fired. To do, he, he tried to do it quietly, but then all of a sudden it broke and it was everywhere. Okay. And so now it, the question is, do people want to deal with Vince's kid in their promotion. Yeah. So true. for like someone like AEW, he's got some he probably has value. Mm-hmm. But do you really want the competition's son? Well, is this a, or is this just an angle, another angle where Vince is trying to fire his son or get rid of it and it's tra- the whole McMahon inner squabbling going on. No, I I'm pretty sure this is actually happening. And okay. Vince has been pretty hard to deal with for the family cuz I mean, he's pretty much kicked Triple H out of everything. Yeah. I mean, part of it's health issues, but NXT got so much bigger than the WWE shows, I think Vince didn't like it. Yep. And so he pushed Triple H out with the health issues and then fired everybody that he had working on it. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's also been speculation, though, that a lot of the reason they fired so many wrestlers in the last two years was because he's cutting the fat and he's about ready to sell the company. That's it's because apparently, like, if they try to transfer ownership of this, like, it's gonna be a huge tax hit or something like that too, and they wouldn't be able to pay for the, the huge tax hit. Yeah, and they brought in some well-known consultants that have done a lot of corporate corporate sales. Yeah, and so once everyone saw that, they're like, "Oh, is is he selling? Is he getting rid of it?" I mean, mm-hmm. and I I would say this supports it because if. He doesn't want to pass it on to his family. Well, here's a reason to fire Shane because wrestlers yeah. are unhappy and and people were complaining a lot about what happened in the Rumble. Yeah, I heard, I heard it was it wasn't that well received. And then what? I think um, so. Yeah, the, I didn't hear about the women's part of it, but that I, yeah. I did hear about them bringing back older wrestlers yeah. that hadn't been around. Before. And Ronda Rousey came back because they're setting up another Ronda Rousey uh, Becky Lynch match, and those two don't oh. really like each other. Yeah. So. So I heard that I heard that yeah I, I that the who so who won the rumble do you even know who won no, the actual Brock Lesnar who lost his title in the match before yeah because I, I heard he lost it to uh, Lashley and yeah. that's, that seems kind of weird but I guess because he's going to disappear again for a while and they just wanted to get the belt to someone that's going to be around I guess no nope. he he's going to run a program with Roman Reigns where Paul Heyman's kind of cutting the cut in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I told you about that. I've been watching a yeah. bit of that, but I didn't. Realize, I didn't realize part of that would be losing the belt to Lashley, though. But okay. I didn't. I, I didn't know. either. But I don't know. They, they, Who knows what they're doing over there? Yeah, I heard. It, I heard that was a decent match, but the the actual rumbles themselves were pretty bad. Yeah. So do you feel like you missed out on something at least worthwhile to go watch, or do you feel like yeah, now that now it's justified, you didn't end up going? No, <laughs> I'm, how bad it was. I'm fine not going. Um, yeah. I was on PC Bombcast on Monday, and that was the topic because uh, okay. Jeremy and Tom both went to it. Okay, and so I got to hear firsthand, and pretty much everything I had heard, they agreed with. So, 
as far as just I, I not was, being one of the yeah. better ones out, it wasn't a better rumble. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And like they, the way they booked some of the matches were was kind of weird because it killed some of the heat at times when they didn't need to kill it, and mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I will say this though that I did see something online that St. Louis sold out so well for the rumble, like it was one of the most highest rated as far as money. The gate they they pulled in so much money from the gate that. There's now rumor of WrestleMania maybe coming to St. Louis at some point. I wouldn't be surprised. St. Louis has always done well, but they said there was a lot of tarped off area. Oh, really? And mm-hmm. they announced 42,000 people there. Yeah. But when they actually did the like the ticket count, it was like 36,000. Mm, that's yeah. not good. Yeah. That doesn't sound good. But you're talking about still, we're still, we're not yeah. post pandemic yet. And so you, and then trust me, you're, you're, um, your audience for WWE, right? You're gonna have a lot of unvaccinated folk <laughs> that probably skipped out because they couldn't want to, they didn't want to deal with not being let in, kind of thing. So yeah, but you were supposed to wear a mask the whole time in there, and they said once you got inside, there were no masks. Nobody was wearing. Yeah. No, no one does that. No one does that. Anymore. That's how it was at AEW though. I mean, yeah. Will and I walked in with our masks on, got to our seats, and no one else had masks on. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, let's take them off when we're sitting here, and if we go walk around, we'll put them back on. Yeah, which. So maybe someday within the next 12 months, maybe we'll yeah. access some kind of semblance of non craziness, but yeah. I won't hold my breath. Yeah. <laughs> I won't hold my breath for a really long time. It's just kind of crazy when Europe and the rest of the world is kind of leading the way of saying, okay, we're moving past all this yet. We still want to be so divided as a country. Yeah. We just rather be divided and fight each other versus just moving on kind of thing. Oh yeah. Eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have anything that you had uh, that you wanted to hit on? Um, I got a few things written down, but okay. uh, real quick, Mythits IPA from Melvin Brewing in Eureka. Eureka? Ah, yes. Okay. So, so Melvin is out of Utah, actually, but they opened uh, a, a brewery here, and they've had some pretty good beers. They've had some I haven't cared for. Okay. But, yeah, I've had this one before. It's it's a good IPA. All right. So you hit up on the IPAs when I'm out there. Yep. <laughs> Although next time you're here, next time you're here, I might uh, get out the Hop Slam. It's it's one that comes out every January, February from uh, I think it's Bell's, Um, but it's very malty and less hoppy. So I'm curious to see what you would say about it. Sure. Yeah, it's a double IPA and it's like ten to twelve percent. So. Not quite Spirit sure, World, but getting there. Almost there. Yeah, we're getting there. Close, yeah. but not not all the way. Yeah. So, so what do you got? What besides beer, what besides drinking IPAs, what else you got? So I sent you that clip from uh, Peacemaker. Did you watch that? Not yet. Okay. I've not watched Peacemaker yet. No okay. sir. No sir. Because I sent you the clip where he's talking to the his dad's neighbor about Batman. Oh Batman. Yeah, and I, I haven't even watched it because I, I I made a conscious decision not to watch it because I'd rather watch it in an episode just okay. to see the context of everything. Yeah. Because what what episodes is that occurring? Um four? Four or five. Okay. So how many episodes is, is this gonna be? Is this a ten episode thing? I don't know for sure. I know episode six came out this week and I was wondering if it was the last one, but it's not. It might be ten episodes. Pulling up IMDb real quick. Peacemaker, it says six episodes. Really? They're going to leave it like that? How many Peacemakers will there be? Oh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. Peacemaker features eight episodes. Eight episodes. Yeah. I guess they're on. Okay. Sorry. This says that they're on episode number six and there's going to be eight. Yeah. Six just came out. 
and then I guess Moon Knight, whenever that hits, is going to be six episodes. Uh, so I, I kind of yeah, yeah, like so. that model for the Disney show. Yeah, I, I think it depends on the show too. Um, they've kind of hit it right with everything they've done so far. So if they think six episodes is right for this, I'm, I think that's probably going to be right. And plus I still have to go back and I'm still, I got to finish, um, Titans. I haven't finished Titans yet. And, yeah. uh, I went back and I tried to, I, uh, had some episodes of, um, young justice playing while I was making dinner the other night. So I'm trying to get back up on that one as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't gone and watched any of the new stuff from young justice. But well, cause I think there's another season. Didn't another season of young justice come out after this most recent one. That was I think there? so. Just, yeah. Okay. I think they're on four. Four just came out. And I'm just, I'm not there um, with that one just yet. So Titans uh, did announce today that brother blood is going to be the bad guy for season four, which is really cool. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely down for that. And then, because I'm even one of the reasons I want to bring up Titans, because I heard today that they're trying to get on CW, they're going to do a Gotham Knight. Yeah, so I saw that. So I'm like, we're going to have two iterations of Nightwing, maybe, I guess, is what we're going to be looking at. And I'm not too happy about that. They haven't said, because it it said that one of Batman's adopted sons. So that could be, I mean, well, I guess Damien is technically a son, so it could be Tim. It could be Jason Todd. Yeah, but we've got... uh, a Tim yeah. in Titans. And I Jason haven't seen Todd. him be Tim yet, but I know who Tim is. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if the, are they going to go with that version of Tim? They're going to do a different version of Tim. Is going to be Jason Todd? But we've already got we've got all the we've got the three versions of the main Robins right already but, in Titans, and so we're going to be doing a different thing here at Gotham. Which, but David's they've established that and everything on the WB right now is in the the uh, Arrowverse, which is different from Titans. Because when they oh, did the crisis, when they did the crisis crossover, Titans was one of the planets that you saw. They okay, didn't you go to did. it, but they told you what Earth it was. I still haven't watched that crossover yet, dude. That cross. <laughs> I don't like those shows anymore, but that crossover yeah. was good. Really? Because well, I mean, it had it had Smallville on there. So as long as it had Smallville, yeah. That's all I really and the Smallville stuff yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Um, and it had it. Kevin Conroy as an old Batman, like a Batman Beyond Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Kind of. So, so yeah, no, I mean, uh, as far as trying to get some homework done, I'm hitting on a few things. I, I took a little bit of a break from Daredevil uh, as far as the uh, TV show goes to actually try to get caught up on some other things. Yeah. Um, just to try to open up some slots for um, moving over to Peacemaker. But I'm, I've got stuff that I'm like, well, maybe I should finish this other stuff first. And plus I'm, battling internally about whether or not I need to jump back on board with Boba Fett, which I'm just like, I don't know if I just, okay. I don't know where, where my importance things go. <laughs> How important is it? Is it done yet? Are no, it's not. Kind of- it's got, I think this was week seven okay. and there's, so there's one more episode. Okay. Oh, and you, you need to watch it. <laughs> I heard this past one was a good one. I heard the, that. The last, <laughs> the last awesome. two were very okay. different. And they didn't okay. focus on Boba Fett. Which that's what I heard. I was like, <laughs> are we ever going to get Boba Fett in the Boba Fett show? <laughs> yeah. Something that I, heard, I read online. I was like, oh, so, wow. They're so, yeah, this week was weeks was chapter six. So okay. next week is the last one. Oh, okay. But it all ties into the overall story they've set up with Mandalorian and this and the whole universe they have. Okay. So the, the last two episodes were amazing and I've liked the rest because of the show after this are we getting a Mandalorian in between getting the obi-wan show I don't know they haven't released the order of how they're releasing them yet 
Gotcha. Okay. Because then we're, we're also supposed to be getting an Ahsoka show, right? Yep. We're supposed to be getting that. We're going to get a Bo-Katan show, right? We're getting that at some point. There, there's rumors of it. I don't think they've confirmed mm-hmm. that. But I, so, they had confirmed um, like a um, Rangers of the New Republic, I think. That was supposed to be Cara Dune, but that's getting canceled because she got canceled. Yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, right. but there was. So, I, I, thought brought, but I thought they brought her back. They, I thought they said that no, we're not going to do that whole thing. We are going to let her be there, part of the universe. There's been rumors. We haven't heard anything, but that show is definitely dead. Okay, the show's dead. Okay. Yeah, because are you on board with the fact that I don't think we're going to get a Star Wars movie for quite some time? We're getting a break from from movies for an extended period of time. Yeah. I, I agree with that because they were they the one they were talking about was Rogue One, yeah. With um, uh, what's her face from uh, Wonder Woman, the the woman that directed. Oh, Patty Jenkins. Yeah, she was supposed to be doing a Rogue One movie, um, but it's on hold. So yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Do you think they need one? Or do you think they're having enough success with these shows that they're like, this is our break that we need from the big screen. So I kind of do a reset on that, and we're not in a rush to get back to the big screen. Yeah, I don't think they're in a rush to do it, but it would be better to get them in soon because that's going to be able to finance a lot more what they can do. I, I'm right sure now. they make a lot more money off the movies than they do off Disney Plus subscriptions. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. But speaking of Disney Plus, though, I'm going to go quick tangent. We can come back to Star Wars if you want, but um, something I did watch though, I actually watched all the way through it. It took me three sittings to do it. Yeah. It was Jungle Cruise. I watched Jungle Cruise with The Rock. I've heard it's okay. Now, mind you, I haven't watched The Rock's entire library. Yeah. Right. I'm not a, I love The Rock. I, 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 he's awesome. He, he does very, very, very little wrong in my book. Yeah. But this is probably his weakest movie I've ever seen. To okay. be honest with you. It was hard to get through. My daughter loves it and loved it a lot. Yeah. Um, she, she enjoyed it. And the thing that Jen said that stuck out a lot to me, she goes, this is just a very, very Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. And, I was like, and you can see Disney has her thumbprint on it. And it's just um, the rock trying to have relationships with a female lead is just awkward for some reason, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying that he couldn't pull it off. It's just that he steals the show so much. And he's up to the focal point that him trying to have any kind of, instead of a buddy cop relationship, as far as a comedic partner, like with his things with Kevin Hart, you know, yeah. and stuff like that that works but for some reason him trying to work with a female lead just didn't work it felt weird and it just maybe forced or something was just off about it and yeah. i don't know if it's just bad maybe it's bad chemistry between him and emily blunt or something like that which you know it doesn't I, seem I, like I, that I, would happen but, but yeah yeah just something wasn't it was just weird yeah. as far as the relationship there and the movie just it felt like it was a Disney ride. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I could see them, you know, saying that this is how we could advertise. It's basically an hour and a half advertisement for what would be a cool Disney ride. Like, if this was a Disney ride, like, this would be cool. I'd like to go on that ride kind yeah. of thing. But uh, the story itself, meh. This is a very meh. See, so that- I've been disappointed by Disney recently because the two most recent Disney things I've watched, Cruella DeVille. Mm-hmm. So Cruella, whatever yeah. that was, right? Yeah. And now this. I'm like, these are garbage movies, man. I'm not happy with what Disney's doing right now. They're putting out some garbage. And even like Lion King, it was a shot-for-shot remake. They could have done some stuff with that to make it a little more interesting. Lion King didn't do much for me. I agree with you. I didn't hate it as much as I – well, I don't know if hate's the right word, but I didn't enjoy it as much. Like, okay, so like Cruella I thought was garbage. I just hated Cruella. It just wasn't for me. 
Jungle Cruise, meh. I'll say I'll get the meh. Yeah. And then same with, with and Lion King. I probably liked it more than Jungle Cruise, but it's just it. You know, I was like, I, I take it or leave it. It's not. It's not going to do anything for me, right? Yeah. Uh, now you say that about the shot for shot, but now um, Jungle Book. I love that one. I thought I, it was incredible. I love Jungle Book. I did too, so and I'm maybe like, because that was the first one of these type of movies that they did. I guess you're right, and I guess my question being, where are they going with their product in regards to? I guess they're getting some heat about talking about Snow White, like live action thing. Yeah, like, you know how they're doing their their weird like the Beauty and the Beast one was not. I don't know if you like that one. I hated. I didn't. I didn't hate it, but then again, it, man, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it was it. just okay. Yeah, so I don't know where they're going now. Where they're running out of their steam. <laughs> they're running yeah. out of steam with all that retread crap. Basically, yeah. is what I'm getting at. So where are we going? Where are we going now? And then as far as Star Wars not being on the big screen, we're not going to have that. So where are we going? <laughs> are they just going to rely on Marvel to carry them for a while, I guess? They might just have to until they can get other stuff straightened out, Marvel and Pixar. But, yeah. I mean, even that, I mean, the next Pixar movie is coming to Disney Plus instead of the theaters. Yeah. Well, they had one that no one talked about. Uh, what was it like called? The Was it called Luca or something like that yeah. that no one knows of? Yeah, I watched a couple minutes of it and I thought it was garbage. I was like, I don't need to watch this at all. It was just not for me. Which um, is rare for a Pixar movie because every yeah. one of those normally hits, right? And this one just and that's what's so funny was because Soul wasn't Soul was that Pixar? Yes, it was. Now, see, and that one Best Picture, I believe, if I remember correctly. Did you ever watch it? Uh, yeah, and I loved it. I'm like, Incredible I don't think movie. this really is. Good. I don't think this is really for kids though. I mean, yeah, they have the kitty characters. Heavy but topic. Heavy yeah, topic. To very heavy about. topic. But they did that with Inside Out. Yeah, but Inside Out kind of made kids understand more of what's going on with them. Correct, yeah. Not gotcha. necessarily what goes on when you're an old person. True, true. So I, I'm just – Disney's just not doing it. And Well – now, Encanto is big. I don't. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I haven't I don't either. Know if yet, but Encanto is huge right now with kids. I don't yeah. know if your kids have watched it or not yet. But my kids and all their classmates, they're singing all the music from Encanto, man. It's big right now for them. My kids are kind of beyond that stuff now. Like, I guess, yeah. Like, I wonder, um, what was the one, the Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, Pixar? Oh, that was... Um, I'm my girls love it. <laughs> Actually, it's really good. It's it, super it, good. It is super good. And oh, I, you watch. I, know I, I watched. Uh, God, what's the name of it? But now you're gonna kill me if I don't. Look yeah, it up. I know. <laughs> but uh, my kids didn't watch it with me. But I really wanted to watch it. And they're like, I don't, I don't want to. Onward. It's, it's yes, onward. Onward yes. is incredible. I love Onward a lot. Yes, actually. Onward was very good. Yeah. But they didn't. They didn't care about watching it. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, if I ask about Luca or uh, Raya and the Dragon, maybe Kaylee wants to watch it, but the other ones don't care a whole lot. Huh? That's disappointing because even if you're not a kid, that's you know, this yeah. is still it's usually quality entertainment. And yeah. Raya is great, so I guess I need to backtrack a little bit. And every, I do this every now and then. I guess I speak in the moment, <laughs> a little yeah. heated up about things. But if I backtrack, yeah, I guess there, there's. I guess with any movie production company, there's going to be some hits and misses. I just felt like we've been let down by Disney a little bit more than I wanted to. Because yeah. usually they put out quality stuff. Right? Yeah. I can at least go, hey, at least if it's a Disney movie, I want to enjoy it somewhat. But yeah. And recently, not so much. Yeah. So, All right. That's where we're at with that. Right, what so else you got? Let's uh, hop over to HBO. Have you watched Righteous Gemstones? 
No, but you 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 uh, said it was great, and because uh, when my wife brought up Succession, yeah, and I still haven't gone back to watch that. Have you been watching that at all? I have not yet. I it's one I want to start, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Because I think we we touched on it a little bit last time, or when we were talking about best TV shows, something like that. I think that's HBO's. Like when we talk about you had The Wire, then you had Sopranos, and then yeah. you had Game of Thrones. Their flagship show. That's yeah. what Succession is. And I, I need to get back on track with that because I'm also now on track with the, the new Dexter season that came out, which apparently that's phenomenal too. Is it? But no, I, I, I heard. I heard it's good. I heard. God, really I don't good. know if I can bring myself to it though. Right. That, because of how such a bad. Yeah, it was such a bad yeah. taste. I know. I know. Plus, I don't and have Showtime. Uh, but uh, no, Righteous Gemstones. You you gave it the thumbs up. Yeah. But I also think I need you to, uh, before I jump into Righteous, because you're giving me, when you give me homework, it's not like, oh, hey, watch this hour and a half movie. Yeah. You're like, watch these this 10 hours of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I can't do it. Because <laughs> hold on, because is that a weekly release or is that, did they put the whole thing out? It's weekly release. Um, they're in season it's on two. two seasons. This is the second season, man. Yeah. So I don't know if we can do it. Yeah. Oh, man. Hold on. I, how, many, how many episodes in the first season? Hold on. I think it was 10. Nine, I think. I'm seeing nine episodes for right. season one. Yeah. But I mean, season one, nine episodes and they're already seven episodes into season two, man. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. Is so, it are they, are they half hours or are they hours? I think they're 45 minutes. You I, I gotta think... be kidding me, man. I can't do it. <laughs> it's not an hour though. I said, listen, it's not an hour, but, <laughs> but you get Danny McBride almost in his eastbound and down version of himself. Yeah. But as a preacher's son, yeah. As a preacher himself. Yeah. Because, well, uh, Dan Connors, in it, which I know that's not his name, but he's yeah. Dan Connors. John Goodman. <laughs> yes, John Goodman. Yeah, so. John Goodman is like the patriarch of the family. Yeah. And season two is digging up his past. So, like, he he was a wrestler at one point before he became a preacher. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not a spoiler, but it was just a fun fact considering we talk about wrestling every week. True. So, okay, I'll, I'll have to go back and watch that. But speaking of Eastbound and Down, that's the thing I want you to rewatch and see if you remember. It's when Will Ferrell does the plums uh, outtake stuff. Have you seen that? Oh, I don't know if I have. Okay, that's just homework for you to enjoy. Okay. Just look up Will Ferrell, Eastbound and Down, plums outtakes. Because uh, I don't remember his name, and I'm sorry, I can't. It's just it's Daryl from The Office. Um, oh, um, Craig Robinson. Yeah, it's him. And then uh, you just said his name a second ago. No, I can't even say Danny it. Danny McBride. Uh, yeah, him and Danny McBride. <laughs> just watch it. Just okay. look it up. It's those two. But uh, Robinson can't stop. Like you know how they try really hard to, to hold it together to get through a take and yeah. not laugh. Can't get through it, dude. He can't. It was, That's awesome. It's just I can watch it over and over, and I just I, can, I, I just, it's, it's always funny every single time I watch it. Yeah. So. So righteous gemstones, forty-five minutes of pop. Get through the first. Okay, so maybe give it. A, how many? Do I? Is this one of these things I gotta get into, or is it funny right off the bat? It's funny right off the bat. Okay. Because so, I mean, right. it's really Danny McBride being Danny McBride. Which yeah, okay, that will be enjoyable. I, I'll get around to it. So I'll, I'll have it on the list of stuff to watch. But dude, I got. I, I know. I'll pull, I'll pull it up because I got to get through. Um, well, I, I've told you, sweet tooth. I dude, no, I got. I to, but I, now, mind you, these are not quick up. Ep- that well, they are quick episodes, but they're not. It seems sometimes. But yeah. um, what we do in the shadows? I, yeah. I'm thinking I'm on the last season. Before I, I don't know, like if 
is season four out or what? I don't even know what season they're on. I think the newest season came out. Okay, so well, like, see, if, if season three is the newest season, I'm on episode six of ten. And okay. they're only 20 minute up or 25 minute episodes. So yeah. I'm getting through these pretty quick. And so once I can get through what we do in the shadows, I can open it up to go, all right, what do I want to tackle now? Yeah. And I, I got to go from there because I got what well, dark side of the ring. I, I got a couple more to finish that up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and then uh, Jen, she started uh, re- or not rewatching, but she's trying to um, watch. I don't, I don't know if walking dead, the very last second half of the like okay we're done yeah it's out and we can watch it and the, sh- the, the series is over but i don't think doing- so i think it started the the okay. second half of the final season it started okay because then what i told her was i can't do this yeah. <laughs> i have to read the comic and be done with the comic before i ever even think about watching that but she was trying to get me to watch that recently so but do you really need to since ricky's I do. gone i do no okay. i do i do yes okay. i have to finish the comic to go I already know what's going to happen <laughs> pretty much, you know? Yeah. But at this point, I think the show is completely I, different. I stopped reading right in the middle of the whisper war and okay. that's right where they're at in the show is the whisper war. So I'm like, I want to, I want the good stuff first from the book before I go to the show. Yeah. I gotta see the good stuff in the book. So, yeah. but that would require me to stop reading my daredevil run, just flip over to a walking dead reread from the yeah. very beginning, which that's undertaking on its own, which I'm like, what am I doing? I don't know if I should do that or not. <laughs> I'm Wait, trying to think if I should do that. And to add to it, I told you to read something is killing the children. And I just finished the third trade, the third trade. Okay. No, oh my God. Awesome, it is so good. good. Because that's Tinian, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I, You'll be proud of me. I actually sat down and got through quite a few more issues of Snow Angels. Okay. You got to get back to Snow Angels. It's good. Okay. It's really good. Um, I'm right in the thick of it, and I go, man, this Jeff Lemire guy, this guy. He's he's a good writer. He likes to, he likes to throw some twists at you that you weren't really expecting. Yeah. And I'm like, you're good at what you do, sir. You're really good at what you do. He, he puts out good stuff. And the and I love Jock. I think he's an awesome artist. Yeah. I love the art on the book. So, um, And I've got more Lemire stuff that I haven't even read yet. Yeah. And so I am going to go back with uh, Snow Angels. And I'm, I'm, I'm caught up. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm stuck on Snow Angels and Daredevil. Those are my two books. Those are ones I'm going to get through. Because I'm almost all the way through my... Um, Charles Soule run on Daredevil, yeah. which that was eight trades. I'm blown through those. And God, it's this character that's been around forever, but they keep him fresh and they take new directions that you wouldn't have thought they would take. And yeah. it's so well done. They, they, for a, would you consider Daredevil an A list character? No. And see, I don't think he is either. But he, to me, he, like, for me personally, yes, he is. Yes. As far as a push from the company as a whole and how important he is in the Marvel Universe, no, he's definitely not. I don't want to say he's not even B-list. He's more C. Really? Wow. Because I guess it, I think you say that because in order to enjoy Daredevil, you got to really love Daredevil. Like you got yeah. to be into it. You got to really like it. I just I, I always have. I just been really into that character. And it's not necessarily big superhero stuff. It's more a lot more noir and street level and. Yeah. Well, well, you got some fantasy stuff as far as the hand. Yeah, um, a little bit. So it gets kind of weird with that stuff as far as being a little out there-ish, we'll say. But, God, this character, and this, these two runs, you put in two back-to-back runs with the Wade run and now the Soul run, which 
I'm just surprised the Soul Run didn't get more um, accolades yeah. or some more hype out of just the comic community as a whole because it seems like like you got Newsrama or comics uh, or uh, yeah. was the CBR yeah you know stuff like that they'll oh, they'll give it a good review every single time like yeah. Daredevil very rarely do I ever see them uh, sourcing this is myth blah every single time Daredevil is a great book. Pick well, up the Daredevil. You're not going to be disappointed in that book. And that's how the Zdarsky's run has been. Yeah. But then the two before were Bendis and Brubaker. I know. I know. As far as well, you had you you had to stick in a uh, Diggle. There's I think there's a Diggle run in there. Between, was there? Uh, yeah, there's a Diggle run somewhere in there as well. I think that oh, was yeah. before the uh, the Wade run. But um, but I, and that was okay. It gave us Shadowland, and Shadowland was yeah. It was it was okay. But um, but really, I mean, if you go back. Kevin Smith's run is really what revitalized it. Yes. Then you had the David Mack introducing Echo, mm-hmm. and then yeah. the Bendis run. Yes. Oh, you had, I, Bob, I, you had Bob Gale in there too. The, so, the guy so that wrote Back to the Future. You, when you're saying that is he an A-list character, you're almost even saying he's a C character, right? But is he though? I guess for the non-initiated comic person that doesn't really know much about it, I mean, he shows the best show that was on Netflix, yeah. right? His, co- I mean, the, he's not his movie, whatever the movie was, right? But, but I think that's what you're going to get is people people that don't read the comic will hear Daredevil Correct. and be like, oh, the Ben Affleck movie. Yeah. Correct, and that's what sucks so bad because I'm like, this book and this character, it's so good, so well done, yeah. so so well done, and so that's why I'm like, okay, I, I think I'm I'm going to get to a point in the where I'm going to get don't the soul run it, it flips over to the Zadarsky run yeah and that Zadarsky run is not that long right now I think I think the library only has his first two trades right now right. so I had to jump off at that point just to go hey yeah I'm kind of quote unquote caught up with what I can at this point so I think it's at about 30 issues so it's not it's not that long at, at least on the Marvel app so that's three months behind gotcha. so at worst 33 yeah, so I mean, you're you're talking about two like what was the if you got thirty issues, you're probably six trades at that point, right? Yeah, close to yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, man, it's just that's where I'm at, and as far as where I'm going to give my time to, because I'm looking at it, I keep looking over to the, my left, and it's got I got all the hardcovers of The Walking Dead. It's gonna it would take me forever to get through all that stuff. I think yeah, you know, it's a quick read. It's a quick read. Yeah, but still, it's a lot of material to re-go through. Even though I think it's worth a revisit, I really do. I think it's worth a revisit. 193 comics, right? So mm, I don't know. I don't know how I'll get through all of it, but I, I have to. I mean, I, I read the first. I read the first three hardcovers and then I stopped because I had so much other stuff I hadn't read. Right. I'm like, I'm going to come back to it. I'm like, oh, I, I, maybe what I'll do is I'll try to find where I left off in the book as far as the Whisper War goes and I'll reread or I'll go through that and then someday maybe I'll revisit the whole thing. Maybe yeah. that's the, the approach I should take. I don't yeah. know. I'd so, have to figure out where in the hardcovers the uh, Whisper War kind of starts and maybe start the Whisper War from the beginning and then yeah. I can finish off the series. I want to say 120s, 130s. What book would what hardcover would that be? <laughs> oh, God, sixteen I, would that be? I have no clue. So you, I gotta find it. <laughs> yeah. So, so along those lines, um, I read Superman, Son of Kal El, first five issues. So we'll say that's like the first trade because you're you're reading. Yeah. You actually have the, the you have the floppies of them. Yeah. Okay. So so Madeline, Madeline well, is a Jonathan fan from the show, so I'm like, okay. well, he's got a book out. Do you want to read it? Sure. So we've been going to the comic book shop trying to pick it up. As we go every two or three weeks, yep. so I think there's seven issues, and they had a Jonathan Damien comic, like one shot, come out. So she grabbed that mm-hmm. too, and okay. it's back when they're younger, not 
aged up like they are in that this book. So, they did, it was, so it was Super Sons. Yeah. Okay. No, Super Sons has a long run. Yes. I yeah, and I I think she's gonna want to go back and read that. Yeah. But uh, it's a good book so far. I don't see why people care so much that Superman's bisexual in this. But I think it's because they don't realize it's Jonathan Kent instead of Clark Kent. I think they're all. Um, I think they're f- people who are worried that they're forcing this upon us by making Clark bisexual instead no, of I, no. This is his son. It's a very natural story. Yeah. Um. I. I and see. I, maybe I need to. I need to read it before I give you my two cents. Yeah. Because um, the only perspective I can give you is from someone that's read everything up to that point. Yeah. I went through, you know me, I went through the whole yeah. thing. I, I got introduced to Jonathan before he was a thing. Like, I mean, we're talking about even from new 52 to the rebirth. I went, yeah. I've read the new, the new 52 portion of what we're talking about. Where yeah. Cause he started at the Chris, end of the new 52, right? Well, Clark Kent dies and then they bring in new Clark Kent basically from multiverse, multiverse stuff. Okay. Yeah. Normal DC multiverse shit is what yeah. it is. And so you can, I can, I can totally be, I, you know, I'm, I can see where you're coming from as far as the whole, from a non-comics person perspective, you're totally spot on. I guarantee you, you're probably right. Yeah. Going, Hey, you can't make my Superman gay. Yeah. I, I get that. That, that makes total sense. But, but if you want the comic book fan perspective where you take that uh, pop culture portion of it out of it. Yeah. And um, where you're, you're saying, where's the backlash coming from for it? It strictly has to do with the fact of the age up. It's the Ben, the Bendis age up. Of yeah. The character is probably one of the biggest hot topics of comic nerdum. <laughs> the nerds were up in arms. It's just the age up, dude. The age up is so unwarranted and unneeded and unnecessary. Now, if it were just if this were like an Elseworlds or just a what if or mm. one shot or a glimpse, you know how sometimes they we yeah. get that in the books where um, they did uh, Connor and Tim, they age those guys up, yeah, right, and it's just a quick, yeah, it was like a two issue Teen Titan thing. Sure, exactly. Yeah. If you wanted to do that for me and give me a glimpse of the future, but we go back to Jonathan as a ten year old or a twelve, whatever he's ten or twelve yeah. before they, they age up. That I'm okay with. The fact that we skip out on the... You're saying natural progression. I can't agree with you saying that. It's not a natural progression at all. Because so, you skip over so much. From what from what the guy at the shop told me, though, when we purchased them, mm-hmm. this is said in the future. It's not necessarily he was aged up. Because they do show Damien in it, and he's older as well. Okay, so that's different. Then. So that's why... Excuse me. I can't give you a review or, or, yeah. or analysis or my critique of it. That's different. I had not heard that. You're the first person to tell me that in this book. Yeah. We're, we are basically in the future or something like that. Yeah. I, is, is it part of future state? Is it part of that whole no. thing? No, it wasn't. Oh, something, so something yeah. different. Okay. So if they could, if they wanted to, and they should, in my opinion, if they go back to where it's Damien and it's basically super son's age. Yeah. If they go back to that, I think they'd be fine. And then if, take the bisexuality out of it. And then eventually if he goes to that and they want to lean into that later on, sure. Yeah. I just think, I think the best way for me to describe is that as a fan of the character and where it was going, you feel like you got cheated out of yeah. time. You got yeah. cheated out of the time with the character. All of a sudden we're going from a kid dealing with kid problems to now we got 
almost adult dealing with adult problems because i don't know how because you're telling me he's aged up is he 18 is he 19 is he uh, still 18, 16 I, I, they I don't know. really they don't really See? let you know and that's, that's, oh, a, man, okay. that's a big deal i think it's important i think to so know that i believe he was on a college campus so he's probably like 18 18, 18 to 19, 20 so, so he's more of an adult dealing with adult problems yeah and that makes sense that makes sense uh trying to find yourself and do all that stuff i totally get that yeah but i think you also missed out on the innocence of trying to figure out who this kid is you know, and then all of a sudden I'm a teenager and I'm having these problems and I need to yeah. go through this with somebody. And, you know, I have to have my truth and I'll come out when I'm ready to come out and blah, 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 blah. They missed out on a big opportunity to have all that stuff happen. So but, it's funny Bennis Dindis did this because he's the one that brought the X-Men back, mm-hmm. the original five, and yep. then outed Iceman, which felt very forced. <laughs> so it's just it's, it's funny just how Bendis. this all worked out. Dude, it's Bendis doing Bendis stuff and controversy is good for sales. Yep. He's willing to be the guy that creates the controversy and puts puts his name on sales. That's how he can say, Hey, you might want to sign me to my big contracts. I'll bring controversy to your book and bring your books and your book. My books will sell Yeah, because people are going to want to know what's the controversy about. And I go, I get that as a sales boy. I get that. Yeah. But because, but he is, he's not writing. So that was Tom no. Taylor writing. Something yeah. It's Tom right. Taylor. But, yeah. but Bendis is the one that kind of set this up then for him. Oh, he did. No, he did. No, yeah. he totally did. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's I, the one that did the agent. I was talking to a couple friends on Facebook about this, and I said, mm-hmm. I don't get it. It feels natural reading it. Ver- Iceman, it's very forced because young Iceman comes back. Gene Gray reads his mind and says, oh, you're gay. And then old <laughs> Iceman's like, oh, I guess I am. I guess I'm gay now. <laughs> and that's pretty much how the whole conversation went. And I'm like... Yeah. That's stupid because you're just forcing – you're kind of forcing it into years of stories. I guess you could look at it like this where once I got caught up with the Bendis run and uh, everything that happened as far as the age up goes, mm-hmm. you didn't get to sit with the character very long. And when you're saying it's forced, all of a sudden you, it, it feels like this. It feels like your 10-year-old all of a sudden comes home and he's like, I'm having sex with a boy. That's yeah. kind of how it felt like. I'm like, you're just – you're 10. You're supposed yeah. to be playing outside with your friends. Now all of a sudden you're, you know, that's what it felt like, which I know that's not what it is. And that's why people get so up in arms about no matter what kind of side you sit on with this whole thing. And yeah. there shouldn't really be a side. It's a fictional character, but right. <laughs> it's a matter of your go. You it's when you're saying it's a forced I, and you're saying it's natural. It's rushed and yeah. it's, out of nowhere is what the, what the problem is. It just comes out of nowhere, which maybe that's what life is. Like this stuff comes at you out of nowhere, yeah. right? But it's Although not my know, Superman. Yeah, see, and that's I, I don't know. Yep. And so, and I, I feel better now that you're giving me this perspective of it, saying that no, it feels natural. That's good. I'd, I'd like to. It's, I want to read it regardless, yeah. right? But the because what's hard is when you're reading reviews online, you're getting two ends of a spectrum basically because that's how everything is these days. Everything's yep. either. It's there's no in the middle, like yeah, this is an okay book or this is good. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Yeah. It's either the, it's so great, it's so progressive, and it's amazing that we're getting representation this way. Versus on the other side, going this ain't my Superman, like you just said, right? Yep. And you're giving me more of the in the middle, going no, this, it's fine. It's you know, it's a good character, it's a good book. I'm entertained by it. I buy it because I'd buy this because it's, it's a good thing to read. You yeah. know, which you didn't get that. All you get is controversy. And two ends of the spectrum is all you get about this. And I hate that. I really yeah. do. Welcome so, to Facebook. It's, <laughs> it's good to actually, you know, hey, it's I love when people do their key, you know, the, the keyboard gangster stuff and they probably haven't even read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Social justice warrior. 
on the keyboard. <laughs> right. So yeah, man, no, I'm glad you're saying that because yeah, the, the, the reviews you hear are just not what you're telling me to be honest with and you. You yeah. always give pretty honest assessments of what you're in. If you're saying it's, if you say you hate something or something just doesn't sit right, you at least give your reasons why. Yeah. And your reason right now, you're not giving me that. You're just going, no, this is okay. I'm not hearing that's the best book in the world from you, but it's like, you're like, it's good. You know? Yeah. I've, I've enjoyed all of it. Yeah. I mean, it ties to some older wild stuff, wild storm stuff I know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's amusing to me. I'm like seeing some of these characters pop up. I'm like, I know these guys from someplace. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. So, but okay, well, we're interested in, in the. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it up. I'll probably be reading the trade when it comes out. All right, um, you can just grab them next time you're over. Yeah. Because uh, I, I do want to see, but I. Is it selling well enough to be an ongoing? Is this going to be an ongoing book for like a long extended run? Or are we just, is this a flash in the pan? We're going to get about probably a 12 issue run and it's done kind of thing. My guess, it's probably going to be a 12 issue run. Um, yeah. th- those progressive, not my Superman people are saying, oh, the sales are down and it's not going to last. Well, I, but then Tom Taylor's, all, yeah, Tom Taylor's yeah, all over Twitter saying, yeah. oh, it's, here's where it's ranking. I have four of the top 10 books last week, so I don't know yeah. where you guys are getting this from. Yeah, well, no, they're saying, oh, the, the sales tanked in December or whatever, and they, he put it out. Uh, yeah. The book didn't come yeah. out till January. came out January 4th. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, look at that in your face. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when people, oh, just, yeah. it's that spectrum, man. Either yeah. you love it and you're on one end or you hate it I'm, with every fiber in your being and you're on that other end. And you can't I'm going to fit this into my narrative. <laughs> Thank you. What a beautiful way of saying I'm going to fit this into my narrative however I want it to be instead of what the actual truth is, right? Yep. <laughs> Let's not worry about the truth. Let's not worry about that little thing called the truth. Ah, we don't care about that. Ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I got decisions ahead going, how am I going to spend my time? I don't know. That's, yeah. <sighs> it's dangerous. Very dangerous. <laughs> So do you have anything else you want to hit on? So we watched I Am Number Four. I know you had said... You watched I Am Number Four. We wow. did. Wow. So, guilty pleasures. <laughs> so we got Kaylee the book back at Christmas. And really? she, okay. like within, I don't know, three hours of having it, she was like 150 pages into it. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and so she's like, I really want to see it. So we sat down and watched it. It was okay. Right? No, nothing, okay. nothing special. Why I like that movie. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know why I like it. <laughs> she was disappointed. She said it was almost nothing like the book. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And she Maybe. really she really wants to get the sequel. I'm like, okay. I'll buy the books for you. That's fine. See, that's where I'm hesitant on even reading the book because I heard the sequels are just not. Yeah. They're great. So yeah, we'll, see. well, I'll let her read them and then tell you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in it. Yeah, that's so funny you say that. Yeah. That's hilarious. So, that. that's cool. so we watched it and Aaron's like, I kind of liked it. Are they going to make a sequel? I go, and that's because yeah, I, go, I want to know where that story's going, and they'll yeah. never make it. That's no, okay. I go, never yeah, this was made in 2011, they're not gonna Correct. make another one, yeah. And you watch it, and that's how I felt the same way. I was like, I really want to know where the story goes, and uh, you'll never, uh, unless I want to read the book, which I yeah. just never cared enough to go read the book. So, so yeah, when we're watching it, we're like, that blonde girl looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she's from Glee. Oh, the main blonde girl, yeah. Uh, the the main human one, not yeah. the not the other one, because the the alien one that's one of Toner's uh, crushes from Australia. <laughs> I can't, I can't. All I'm the reason I ever remember is because Toner had a thing for her for a little bit. <laughs> that's all I remember. I don't remember that, but I didn't even recognize anything she was from. Yeah, she's been in things, not a lot, but she's been in a few things. Yeah. So, only other thing I got is uh, Peter David. Okay. Um, 
did a lot of Hulk stuff. Yeah. He announced on Facebook today he's in kidney failure. Um, he's going on the transplant list and uh, he's going to do some kind of fluid process, not dialysis, but something different. I'm like, man. He also did a, he did a Young Justice run, right? Yes, he, he did. did. Very okay. good run. Um, he also did the Supergirl run where she was um, she was a gay character. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So he's done a lot of good work. He did those X Factor books I used to read all the time, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, between him and George Perez announcing he has cancer and he's not going to be treated for it, it's just rough, rough time for comic old school comic fans. Well, that's just because we're getting old too, sir. Yes, it is. <laughs> we can't stop that clock from running, man. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting older with it. So Peter David, wow, I didn't, I did not hear that about that. I didn't, I didn't yeah. And then Kevin, I just, looked, I just typed it up just to find out, you know, what's his big run on uh, Incredible Hulk? Because an omnibus, I mean, that's how much he did of it. Well, I, I, I like he did 331 through 396 was his big, big run. That's I, a pretty lengthy run. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of the Gray Hulk stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. That's what it says here, yeah. And then I think he did Future Imperfect. What's it called? Future Imperfect with the Maestro, the future version of the Hulk that's the bad guy. Oh, really? I think he did. I uh, God, it's been a while since I've Yeah, yep. The Incredible Hulk, Future Imperfect by Peter David. Yep. It's an incredible story. Oh, okay. No, I never heard of that until you just said something. In the distant future, the planet Earth is a nuclear wasteland where most humanity lives in a massive city called Dystopia, ruled by Maestro. Yeah. Yeah. Worth checking out. Add, add that to your list. They, <laughs> just, just throw that one on there? Yeah. <laughs> is, Talk at is, least. Is it on the app? Uh, is it on the Marvel? Yeah, yes, it is. Because they've also sequel? done a couple sequels to it um, really? in the last year. I, you, I, I gotta say something, man. That that Marvel app sounds like it's a worthwhile, uh, it's a worthwhile oh, yeah. investment. Is what it sounds like. That's so much stuff is on there, you ten, know. And ten bucks a month that covers yeah. a week of X Men stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. I, at some point to go back and get all that because I don't know. I, was, I to be honest with you, the thing that's really stewing in the back of my mind besides a uh, catch up on Walking Dead is uh, once I'm done with Daredevil. Is, I'm really leaning towards thinking about Nightwing wrong, man. I really am thinking about jumping on board with that. Yeah. It's, it's sounding appeasing to me as far as uh, that would be a worthwhile investment of time. My my buddy Jeremy has gotten onto it. He started yeah. it. He hasn't told me yet, so I'll probably find out this week what he what he yeah. thinks of it. Yeah. So, and then well, last thing, Kevin Smith is coming to town at Fan Expo in May. Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh-oh, there you go. Let's see, Kevin Smith, St. Louis is one you type in here. Let's yep. see what we got. Him, Jason Mewes, uh, Brian O'Halloran, uh, uh, I can't think of Randall's name, Randall and Elias. Yeah. They're all they're all announced for it along with, uh, is it me? Is that going to be at the Dome? Yeah, I think so. That's where it's been in the past. I mean, it used to be Wizard World. Yeah, it's right here, fan, fan Expo, 13th to the 15th. It's yeah. night filled as one as Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes answer fan questions and tell stories. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about that, but I'm gonna try to get a press pass for the actual show. Nice. Pay next to a St. Louis hotel room block is now on sale. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they've announced the clerks people, and they've announced uh, Ming Na Wen. Yes. So so our our, uh, our girl from uh, Boba Fett will be there. Yeah, Fennec Shan from Mulan. ER. So Mulan yeah, will Mulan. Be there. Yeah. <laughs> She was also on Agents of Shield, so she's got the uh, Mar- the uh, Disney trifecta. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, she's she's in, she lives in all universes. What you're saying? Yes. What? Oh, that's it. Rage and Steel. I was like, I, I went to the Marvel real quick, but Agents of Shield doesn't count. I'm not gonna let you count that, dude. That yeah. was garbage. No. <laughs> Dead. A couple of the middle seasons were pretty good, but I didn't see anything with Ghost Rider on. So I, I heard it got kind of weird later and later on when they did time travel and alternate realities. So, so let's see. Tag for anyone else coming in more to her comments. Some, something from uh, let's see. My meet my hero academia star Justin Brenner. My my daughter's in the meet uh, my hero academia. She might like that. No, let's nothing see. of it. Nobody Squid in her house Netflix has confirmed Squid Game has been renewed for a second season, but yeah. I think there's some weird stuff on there that not actual stuff at the expo. Yeah, I'm just trying to see what else is coming. So I'm going to Kansas City again, and all kinds of people from the Arrowverse are there, and I have practically been disowned by Madeline because uh, I'm not right. taking her. <laughs> oh no! It's a guys' weekend thing. I said there's too much going on there for you to see. Uh huh. Right. Especially yeah. guys falling off of scooters and cracking their skulls open. Yes. <laughs> we said that won't happen, but we don't know what will replace it. So. Oh, exactly right. Yeah. So no, I'm not seeing anything here as far as on this uh, Twitter feed of Fan Expo St. Louis. Anything else that's been announced? Yeah, I'm sure it, announced they just okay. started announcing. Like Kevin Smith got announced a couple days ago, and Phoenix Shan got announced today. I don't even think they have co- any oh, comic creators. Oh, well, is this? Can this be right? Anthony Mackie's going to be there? No, I think that probably the been there in the past type. Unless they just announced that. So this Anthony Mackie is signing autographs for his fans, but this was posted on December 11th. So I don't know if there was an expo thing that was supposed to happen that got pushed back to May or something like that. No, I don't um, know. Maybe it was last year's. I don't know. I don't know. No. All right. So yeah, no, and I think I'm. I think we've hit on pretty much everything that I've been involved with as far as um reading reading stuff and then uh, watching things. I think that's it for me to be honest with you. I don't think I really seen anything else to be honest. Okay. So I think that will wrap us up there, sir. I think yeah. that was a good freeform episode. I think yeah. those are more sometimes those are fun to throw in there, especially with the snow. Yeah, not really being able to do much <laughs> besides stay inside. Yeah, no kidding. So, oh, the one other thing I might w- wanted to hit on was saying, I don't know. Are you an Ozark guy? I watched the first season. I haven't gone back. I want to. You you, you need to because yeah. it's probably one of the better things on television, to be honest with you. Um, so but, I think I think I stopped because Aaron started watching it, but then she okay. we never really got back into it. So the only thing I'm going to say is that they I, some people didn't realize they split the last season into two. They did a, the whole, hey, we're going to keep subscribers around thing by yeah. making you wait. Um, and for another year, probably for the last half of se- season four, because yeah. that's what it's only a four season thing. So I'm skipping out on Ozark season four until the whole, yeah. whole season has come out. I don't, I don't want to do that because I'm going to forget what happens. Yeah. And the only other thing that kind of is catching my attention, because I think did you were the one that described it to me. I don't know for a fact or not. Murderville. Have you heard about this thing? No. With Will Arnett. I think this is the thing, and I, if I'm misremembering wrong, I apologize, but I thought this is the one where his co-stars or like their guest co-stars every week that are like Conan O'Brien and uh, Ken Young or whatever his name is. Uh, Ken Young, uh, he's yeah. with the guy in the community. Yeah. They, they come on the show, but they aren't given a script and they have to like ad-lib their, their role as the really? co-star. Yeah. Like Will Arnett knows the plot of the whole episode. Yeah. But they don't give the script to the co-star. And so like they're, he's a detective in yeah. murder or something like that. And so, 
let me see if that shows it on there. If it gives me uh, episodes and info, let me see if it'll tell me the description about. That sounds really interesting. It's something different. Yeah, I could have swore that's what it's about because yeah, um, Marshawn Lynch is going to be on there. Um, paired with Kumail Nanjani is going to be on there. So. If I remember them describing the show, that's what it's about. Hell, even Sharon, the list Sharon Stone on here, it's going to be in an episode. So uh, if that's what it is, which I think it is, if I'm remembering how it was described to me, that sounds really, I, I don't think I'm going to jump into it. It's something that will be in the back of my mind as far as put yeah. it on the radar for that I'll watch at some point. Um, but I just thought that was a unique take on a show where <laughs> your, co- your, your co-star has no clue what's in the script and they kind of just have to wing it. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. It reminds me of the office episode where Michael Scott goes to his improv class and gets yeah, in trouble because yeah. every time he's like <laughs> sticking him up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Which had yeah. Ken Ken Jung on it. Yeah. He was one of the improv people on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. So I've, yeah, I've been man, going back into the office. I, was I thought that'd be something that you'd be like, oh yeah, maybe that, that is something that I'd want to go back and watch. So yeah. um but that's that's it for me. Other than that, though, I, uh, now I have to decide how am I going to end my evening tonight? Do I uh, finish up my Daredevil run? Am I going to pick up my Walking Dead stuff and see? Ooh, okay. tough, tough choice. I, I'm going to go with uh, Wicked Divine because I'm going to try to finish that run. I, oh, God, I got something else out there. I haven't. I don't even get me started, dude. Oh, because I forgot. Yeah, Netflix. Maybe I should do a uh, Sweet Tooth run real quick. That's still should. just one season, right? It's yeah. Sweet Tooth is with our episodes, right? Or four yeah. or five. Or and, there, and there's six of them. Six. Okay, I can get through Sweet Tooth pretty quick then. Yeah. yeah maybe I'll do. Maybe maybe that'll be my weekend. No, I mean, there you go. Crap, it'll still be pretty crappy as far as weather goes. So maybe yeah. I'll try to do a Sweet Tooth run. And maybe, I think I think okay. Jen will like it too. That's what I was gonna say. Can I get? Can I talk her into watching it? Because she looked at the covers. Like even my kids go, yeah. "What is this with yes. the deer guy on?" <laughs> so yeah. So I I watched it all, and I'm like, "This is mm-hmm. awesome. The kids would love yeah. it." Um, mm-hmm. I watched. I think we watched the first three episodes with Aaron and Will, okay. and Will fell in love, and we just okay. haven't had a chance to go back and watch it. Okay, so, so maybe maybe even see my kids don't watch anything I watch. They hate everything I like. <laughs> so yeah, let's see if I can get them to watch it. So, okay, so Sweet Tooth Run maybe as well as far as the TV show goes. And Righteous Gemstones is Righteous Gemstones one I have to pay attention to, or is that could that be background? Um, it's got the humor like Letter Kenny. It's always sunny. So I did Letter Kenny as background, but I watched it probably too much. Yeah, <laughs> to I probably paid too close attention to it. As, I, it was supposed I would to be background, that, but I paid attention to it. That that's very accurate because because yeah. I'd be like, I'd catch part of a joke and then I'd be like, oh, I got to back up and watch and see what led up to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I was disappointed you didn't like Little Kenny. I thought Little Kenny was pretty funny, actually. I liked that a lot. It, it was hit or miss. I, were like but again, minutes, it was it, it was two minutes, like little shorts. I was yeah. like, these are perfect. I love it. <laughs> but but I had it on the background, so it's very easy, oh, like to be like, oh, I'm four episodes oh, in, no, and I don't dude. remember what went on. Give yourself ten minutes of your day, and you're done with the whole Little Kenny thing, dude. It takes right. no time at all. <laughs> That's yeah. that fast, dude. It's and it has the whole their banter that you like. Yeah. It's just them being kid banter. And yeah. Wayne as a little kid. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> and I love it. Oh man. Wayne's awesome. It's, it's basically the, uh, Daryl and squirrely Dan, uh, origin too. how they yeah. came into his, his world kind of thing. Cause everyone comes into Wayne's world. Uh, I get it. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah. um, it was great. And, uh, but they, they, they do a callback to the soft 
they call it what, the soft birthday party. They yes. make fun of Daryl's birthday party. You get to see the origin of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, little Kenny made me laugh a lot, dude. Right. And for 10 minutes of my life. Right. And yeah. it's just because I love letter Kenny so much. I think it's really yeah. like that. And I might do a re run of that <laughs> just ba- and during the background you know kind of thing just have it on just because i like having it on <laughs> it makes me happy I, I watch all of it twice within three months so and it's not hard to do it it's no. not hard and you and once you've watched it once through then you kind of just throw it on in the background it's like oh, okay just, yeah it's a, it's comforting white noise how about that <laughs> uh, until the kids walk in <laughs> oh until the exact oh yeah for sure for sure yeah so all right sir i think that's what we got for this week all right all right cool all right until next time Let's okay. go. see you Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. This week's music comes from the New Jersey band Friend Circle. This is their new single, Life of the Party. <laughs>